morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you have joined me today on this Tuesday morning. It is the 17th of December, 2019. <clears throat> It is still very dark outside as I record this, a little later than what I intended. I got to bed, I got to bed really late, and I got to sleep even later. And my alarm went off after just three and a half hours of sleep, um, of which I promptly hit the snooze, then adjusted the time and gave myself another hour, which wasn't really restful. I've drifted in and out. So anyway, I'm here. You're here. That's what matters. <laughs> but yeah, I've got the back porch light on. And as I look, we've got a lot of snow that came in uh, yesterday afternoon and night uh, here at the farmstead. Uh, I had heard, or actually my mom had heard on the, uh, the news last night that... Um, there was eight inches of snow in Effingham, uh, that, uh, which isn't too far from here. So that's, uh, uh, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> I've got to give a call to my right-hand man down at uh, my mom's apartments and make sure that he's uh, doing some shoveling and cleaning uh, with the snow there. Um, but yeah, the roads were bad. Uh, I had heard of a person that had uh, spun on the interstate and wound up in the median. Uh, everything was okay with them, but I imagine a little shaken up and, and uh, rattled from the experience. Uh, I've had, I've been, I have had to drive on the interstate in those circumstances, and I tell you, it's it's uh, to me, it's a scary thing because. You know, if you get the the black ice or if you get something happens unanticipated, boy, you know, you can really find yourself in a world of hurt or worse. Uh, we've had a lot of <clears throat> uh, traffic injuries and, and accidents on the interstates around here, an abnormally high number, or at least it appears to. Maybe they're just reporting it more than what they did before. But, yeah, it's uh, the weather has been uh, the source of discussion here lately. We do have one of our animals that uh, <clears throat> is getting a little bit of a reprieve from uh, the winter weather. One of our ducks, um, our female ducks named Lynette. Uh, <laughs> interesting story there. Uh, but uh, Lynette, she uh, wound up with a double eye infection. And we're not exactly sure how it happened. We noticed a change in her behavior, and we were just one. We were wondering if she was injured in some sort of way. And <clears throat> uh, as my wife and I were talking, we were looking, going, you know what? She's acting like she's blind. And we started looking. We picked her up and looked at her eyes, and uh, she had a bad infection going on. So my wife picked up some medicine. We've been putting that on her eyes every few days, and well. In order to be able to do that, we had to move a duck into the house. So these, she's one of the ducks that grew up in our master bathroom in a Rubbermaid tub. And let me tell you, the smell that emits from an adult duck compared to a baby duck is significantly different. 
Oh, we can't wait till she gets um, all the way healed, which should be very, very soon because her eyes are coming along great. A lot faster than I was anticipating. Uh, But glad to move her back out to the hen house and where her and her duck buddies can wander around. They're having a blast in the snow. When it was snowing, the uh, chickens were all in the hen house as if the sky was falling, and the ducks are outside partying. You know, a while back I made a um, uh, note on the podcast, or I guess it was actually a, a topic of conversation on this podcast where are you a chicken or are you a duck? And I was pointing out the ducks, they're just like party animals. Um, they are very social. They're constantly talking. They're always moving around as a group. And, uh, she's, she needs to get back into the party. So, but anyway, I've got to, uh, get out and see what it's like for getting out, uh, with this new dump of snow. Oh, but um, this morning when I was looking around, I was just kind of looking at weather stuff. I came across a website, and let me see. It is, oh, this is from, oh, I didn't realize this, uh, Nationwide Insurance. Uh, they put this out as emergency preparedness resources, preparing your home and car for a bl- the blast of winter. And I was looking through and it had some different tips. And as I was reading the tips, I thought, ooh, I kind of like these. I think I can uh, draw a parallel to these. So um, what I'm going to do here is just kind of look over these common sense tips um, so that you can use them in a practical sense. If you happen to have gotten a significant amount of snow like we have. And then I'm going to draw the parallel. Uh, so in looking at this, let me get my, uh, computer. Gosh, I can't find it. Where is it? There it is. Okay. So getting myself prepped here. It says, prepare yourself. Some winter weather tips to help you get through a severe stretch of cold. One, stay indoors during the storm. Yeah, that should be kind of obvious. Um, you know, maybe you have to go somewhere, but if you don't have to, don't don't risk it. It's better to stay inside. You know, going outside, depending on your age, if you're a kid and it's snowing, my gosh, get out there in your snowsuit with your sleds, with your with shovels, whatever. Have fun with that. But um, if you're if you're going out to travel, especially as you get older, especially if you are elderly, um, it's better to just stay indoors during a a snowstorm. Uh, If you do have to get out, walk carefully on snowy, icy sidewalks or walkways. Yeah, walk carefully. You can can find slippery spots. Tongue's not working. You can find slippery spots with your feet faster than you can with your eyes. Same way as with driving. Uh, You think everything looks clear until you hit that patch of black ice. And then all of a sudden, everything changes in a split second. I was stuck in Altamont and actually was getting back to Effingham. This was many years ago. And the interstate, it looked clear. I mean, there wasn't snow. 
it was it was fine. I had driven on the interstate earlier, and I was on my way back, and the temperature had suddenly dropped. The road surface looked fine, but it had the black ice, that little bit that you can't see. And I don't remember how long it took for me to go about 10 miles, but I was sliding in ways that my wheels were not wanting to. Everybody else was also. I was absolutely terrified. I was going to have somebody run into me or I was going to run into somebody else. I watched vehicles in front of me slide off into one side, you know, off one side or off the other side of the interstate. I saw semi trucks sliding. That's a scary thing to see because, you know, again, they get momentum going. There isn't no stopping anytime soon. So you got to be careful of snowy, icy walkways. Number three, avoid overexertion when shoveling snow. It's a serious workout, and going at it too hard can bring on a heart attack, a major cause of death in the winter. If you must shovel snow, stretch before going outside. Yeah, shoveling snow is not an easy task. And if you've got a heart condition, whether you know about it or not, and you're bundled up because it's cold outside as you work hard, you're getting yourself overheated, you're getting yourself sweaty, the ins- you lose insulation value, but you're, you're going to get overheated, and you're not going to realize the, the trouble you're into until you're in it. And then the, the fourth one is stay dry. Wet clothes lose all of its insulating value and transmits the cold rapidly. Yeah, I've had that. I've had that a lot uh, over the years. You're out there, either the the wetness comes from, as I described, you're sweating, and you get it that way, or the the temperature is just right that the snow or uh, the mist is getting your clothes wet, and all of a sudden you lose that insulation value that you, you once did. Um, you know, as a kid, uh, we didn't have all the insulated boots available like we do today. You basically had galoshes, gum boots, you know, just plastic boots, rubberized boots, and you'd put on extra socks, but then mom would put a bread sack over your feet, you know, that you get a, excuse me, you get a loaf of bread in. And what that would do uh, was it was designed to keep the snow that was going to inevitably get into your the top of your boots, hopefully keep it from getting to your socks and your feet, keeping the wetness from turning everything cold. So those are the first four tips. There's a whole bunch of additional ones on cold-related injuries, preparing your home. That's a real long one. There's all that kind of stuff, but those first four caught my eye. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to borrow this and kind of turn it into something here regarding the, the holiday season where we have so many expectations. We're trying to do so many different things. We're typically spending more money than what we allotted for. Um, and on that note, you know, Christmas comes around the same time each year. I think that's even in a Christmas song or something. They've got these things at the bank called Christmas club accounts. I think they still have them. 
you're basically not going to make any money on them. But if you deposit a certain amount of money each pay period, if you're on a getting paid every two weeks, that's 26 pay periods a year. If you start, let's say at the first of the year, and you plan on, um, you know, putting, you know, you, you want to have, start taking your money out Black Friday. Okay, so you've got what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eleven. 11 months, so that would be 22 pay periods. And if you divide up the amount of money you intend to spend, budget it, divide it by the, the 22, and then take that, that amount, that fraction, out of each paycheck and put it into that Christmas club account, then simply stay inside the budget for your Christmas shopping, you will do fine and you'll greatly reduce your stress. But you've got the stress of... The financial part, trying to get the, you know, you've got different holiday parties, maybe Christmas parties you're going to, um, you know, having to deal with uh, a lot of family, a lot of friends, a lot of expectations. So this this here is what I'm doing is I'm kind of modifying uh, the weather tips into these tips. So I've got this written out. Let me read to you and see what you think. Prepare yourself. Some social interaction tips to help you get through the holiday season and especially severe stretches of stress, anxiety, and drama. Number one, spend time with warm, friendly, and supportive family and friends during social storms. You know, when you have... uh, a social storm, there could be various reasons. Sometimes inside, you know, family, sometimes it may be at work, sometimes it may be over Facebook or other social media, but there's often stress and anxiety in the resulting drama. So during those times, like a, like a weather storm, spend time with warm, friendly, and supportive family and friends. Number two, walk carefully around those who are highly distressed where conversations are difficult and slippery. You may fall into something you're not anticipating. Now, I'm not saying ignore people who are struggling. I mean, I'm a therapist. That, That goes against the grain. But walk carefully around those who are highly distressed where conversations are difficult because there's often topics that trigger a lot of emotion. And it's slippery. You can easily slide into it because that's one of the things with drama is people identify with what somebody else is going through and then they slide into it themselves. You don't want to slip into something that you're not anticipating. Number three. Avoid getting involved in other people's problems as if they were your own. Helping others with their emotionally charged issues is a serious workout and can negatively affect or negatively impact your emotional health and has been known to kill relationships. Yeah, this is the one that's like the shoveling snow part. 
Avoid getting into other people's problems as if they are your own. If you're going to help somebody else, that's great. But don't treat it as if it's your problem. It's someone else's problem. Yes, it may affect you. It may be in the family. It may be in your close circle of friends. It may be with your coworkers. But the key thing is, don't get involved with other people's problems as if they're your own. And because it'll be exhausting. And that's added to your own anxiety or stress or drama. And yeah, it can affect your emotional health and it can kill relationships. That happens. Number four, if you're going to help someone with high stress, anxiety, and drama in their lives, make sure you have plenty of insulation for your own protection. Keep an emotional distance because if you get emotionally involved, you'll lose the emotional insulating value and the drama will be transmitted to you quickly. Again, notice how I started it off. If you are going to help someone with with high stress, anxiety, and drama, this is where you have to keep some insulation. This is where I call this professional distance. I have, uh, typically I am scheduled with six people every day that's coming into my office, you know, with some of the biggest struggles of their life trying to find solutions to them. I have to keep professional distance or I get pulled in. I'm feeling it as if they're feeling it. Reference back to a a talk I did on mirror neurons one time. Uh, And then I'm feeling it. I'm reacting as if it was happening to me. You got to keep that distance, that emotional distance. That's like keeping your clothes dry. The dry clothes protects you from the cold. Don't let them get wet. So, Those are my four tips. It's kind of interesting looking at the weather things. And all of a sudden, this stuff just started popping into my head. So if this is helpful, uh, I'll be putting this on the Facebook uh, Morning Coffee with Larry site. And with that said, I need to get myself well insulated and start getting outside to see what the scoop is. Ah, I made a pun. (laughs) I got to find a shovel too. I'm not sure where the shovel is. We had one here at the house, but it needs to be found. All right. You guys take care. Have a great day. Be safe if you're driving in bad weather. And if you are down in Florida or in Texas or the Southwest, enjoy the sun. Enjoy the warmth. Soak up lots of vitamin D because we're not soaking up any in the Midwest. (laughs) Take care. Have a great one. Bye-bye.